please give generously to the Not Now Reg Foundation. Every year, hundreds of people have to endure Reg. For just £10 a month, the Foundation works as hard as it can to distract Reg from talking to people. The Foundation understands how tiresome Reg can sometimes be. Whatever your disposition, we can help you. If you'd like to avoid conflict, we can send out tools to help distract Reg from talking to you. If you're more confident, we can help you tell Reg to fuck right off. So please, give generously to the Not Now Reg Foundation. Call now on 1-800-GO-FUCK-YOURSELF-REG. Hello and welcome to the g.e.e.k podcast. It's episode 16. Sweet 16. Sweet 16. Sweet 16. I think. You know what that means? It's like a, a, a it's that special birthday. Oh, the one when we actually get something amazing from like the yeah, parents. The parents buy us cars and stuff, and we have a big party, and we get like scouting for girls to come and play for us and stuff. Oh, I can't wait! And hopefully, like Lily Allen can come play and yeah. And well, that's not her name. Lily, Lily Rose Cooper. Is, is that what it is? Yeah, that's it. I don't know. I, I'm depressed. That I know that. Yeah, that that isn't the greatest. Um, but I suppose on that note, yeah, I'm Reg. Oh yeah, I'm Dan. And. Yeah, oh, wait. Steve, what? Um, yeah, we don't actually have Steve with us, um, shock horror, once again on this podcast. Um, there is a particular reason why this time, though, um, mm. all joking aside. Okay. Um, I know usually I'm the one that tries to give a bit of banter. Um, but after last week, apparently I was a little bit too harsh, um, so I'm going to be nice on Steve. Um, the reason Steve actually isn't with us tonight um, is he's actually on a, a Glee date site. Um, at the present, he's on the yeah. dating agency. Glee date. The Glee date. Dot, dot org. org. That's the one he's on at the present, um, because apparently now he's thirty and he should get an on, and he uh, he's obsessed with with Glee that he needs yeah. to find that particular that particular person. The, the one who can harmonise with him the best. The one who can harmonise and the one who meets all his specific needs and requirements. Okay. Um, yeah, there there is a reason. Um, I've gone on to this. He has actually a little list um, of of particular specifications if you were to date Mr. Steve. Yeah. This um, bit is serious, by the way. <laughs> yeah, the, this bit is um, is part of his forfeit for not for not turning for not off, being here and not, not answering our today. phone calls yep. and sleeping when he's supposed to be um, here doing a podcast. We were even going to drive to him. Yeah, I was going to drive all the way to, to Manchester, but no, he wouldn't answer his phone. And that would have earned you one point. Would it? On Steve's little dating thing. What's... Well, um, okay. Right, okay, I'm so... I'm interested. In all seriousness, um, Steve would like to meet the perfect person, though. Yeah. Okay, so what Steve has done is he's actually got um, a little bit more picky um, and started scoring people okay. um, as they speak. So um, his new this Glee is, dating post, profile... He posted this on his uh, social networking page. He did indeed. So, one point for each... Each thing that this particular why, why person not score yourself at home? Means. Play along. 
and then play, play along with send us, us the, uh, your score. <laughs> and let's see if you're worthy of Steve. Because the one thing I have noticed as well is he doesn't actually state girl oh boy. or boy. <laughs> so, you know, as long as you can meet all of these, I've done it previously before we came on this pod, I scored 20. Okay, So which we'll find out soon whether that's good or not. Yep, okay, okay. so everybody Go pick ahead. up your, your pad and pen. Yep. Let's play along. Okay, one point for each. You know who Kevin Smith is. Okay, I've got You one. can name four of his films without Googling. Yeah, I can do that. You can also then quote 5% of Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, I could do that. Can you quote 20, more than 23% of Scott Pilgrim? Uh, yeah, way more. Someone who isn't a chav. Okay, yeah, I'm not a chav, I'm good. Somebody with purple hair. Uh, no, I've not got that. Someone who can play an instrument. Yeah, I can do that. Someone who will jump around and listening to Blink-182 with me. I do that. I don't know whether I do that with him. It depends where I am. Yeah, okay, go on. I'll have that point. Okay. Uh, do you know who Gur is? Gur. Yeah, Gur. Gur out of Invader Zim. Right. Yep. Okay. okay. Um, someone who likes Doctor Who. Oh, no. If you do like Doctor Who, your favourite has to be number nine. Okay. <laughs> um, or your favourite Doctor, sorry, is number okay. nine. Um, someone who doesn't smoke. Yeah, I don't smoke. Somebody who has a cat. I don't have a cat. <laughs> this is the ones I love. These are getting a bit more... Specific. Yeah. Uh, if you don't have a no. cat, that's that's it. Someone You're who right. has a Starbucks card. I do have one. It's empty. But Ooh. what uh, is that? The next one needs to be full. <laughs> okay, so you just have to have one. Somebody who at one point owned a Red Dwarf box set on VHS. No, I never did. See, I had them all. Okay, but wow, point for each. Uh, no, unfortunately, okay. just the one point for having <laughs> these. Somebody who's seen every episode of Scrubs. Probably. Right. Yeah. Somebody who's currently watching Community. Yeah. Now, I don't know if he means currently, like, right, right this now, second. the second, or somebody who is currently just watching Yeah, while well, he's Community. messaging them. Are you watching Community? Uh, not right now. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> Minus one point. Um, <laughs> somebody who has watched and liked Parks and Recreations. Yeah. Somebody who owns at least one McFly CD. Uh, can I just leave now? I think I it's the best. Up. <laughs> the other one no. is is one that I've always known. This this would be a, a major point for him. Someone who owns a Mac. <laughs> I don't. Unfortunately, you might no. not be the the guy girl person for him. Now, you've got to take off a point for each of the following that okay. you've met. Okay. You have any article of clothing that says geek? Um. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. No. No. Have you or do you own more than five pairs of shoes at once, at any one time? Well, I don't tend to throw out shoes. I don't wear them down to the point where I have to throw them out, so I've probably got about 20. I just am not going to wear them. They're, like, in my a wardrobe somewhere. So, yeah. You've got a shoe wardrobe. No, You're I've, worse got, than the missus. I've got a cupboard <laughs> next to my front door where there's lots of shoes and other things and an ironing board that I don't use anymore and a guitar and stuff in there but there's lots of shoes in there see I've got four four, four pairs but the reason I've got four things of footwear I like to call right. them so one are me motorbike boots Yeah. so I class them as a pair yeah. I've got my boots Okay. like normal nice boots yeah. I've got a nice pair of trainers mm -hmm. and then I've got a pair that I can go on the motorbike and clean and stuff with okay. a pair of Things. I suppose I've actually got shoes. This, Shit! Let's, I'm going to take off a point. Let's get back, um, off but the, let's get back to the point anyway. <laughs> <laughs> shoes are not yeah. Okay. Ever used the word banter in an unironic way? No. 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 Ever used a duck face in an unironic way? No. 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 
Farmville? Not, um, not even a person. It's just, just, says it's Farmville. just Farmville. Farmville question mark, which is Farmville. No, nope, just Farmville. Okay. Just, just Farmville. <laughs> um, and likes any of the Fast and Furious movies. I, I lose a point because I don't mind a couple of them. <laughs> well, don't worry. You can earn some bonus points. Oh, good. I'm on 13 in the minute. If you can call me and sing any 80s song as loud as you can, yeah, I've done you'll that. get five I'm bonus points. I'm pretty sure I've already done that. I think we should do this right now anyway. <laughs> yes, let's call him and sing an 80s song to him. Let's call him and sing an 80s song. Roxette, it must have been love. It must have been love. But it's over now. There's another bit of Reg's beautiful singing. Beautiful singing. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, and if wait, you can... does that give me well, how many points? One. Well, that gives you five bonus. Five points, bonus so points. Five bonus points, and you can earn yourself five additional more if you can win in a dance-off between him. Yeah, but, I've done that. But don't worry. Don't worry. Don't beat yourself up too much when you lose, because apparently he is amazing at dancing. Okay, I've I've done that. There's a video of me um, beating him. Good oh. Mm. So does that take you over the twenty mark? I'm or? on twenty-three. You're on twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay, so now we'll get to the scoring. Make sure you're all marked up. I'll give you two seconds to mark yep. up. Okay. Cool. Right. <laughs> okay, so twenty plus points <laughs> means he'll buy you the dinner on first eight. Ah. So you're nice. as lucky as me, I literally got twenty. Okay. So that's good. Um right. Fifteen or more means that You'll have to buy dinner on the first date, and you'll have to talk about how you can improve your score and yourself. <laughs> that would be amazing first date conversation. Right, okay, you made it this far. Uh, you bought your credit card, yep, okay, good. Now, let, let, let's see. Let's, um, so you don't own a McFly CD. Right, okay. <laughs> it's such a <laughs> random score thing, but my favourite bit... Less than 15, I'm sorry, but this just isn't going to work. Maybe we can be pen pals, right? <laughs> Less than five, you're just a terrible, terrible human being. <laughs> I think, I wonder if this is actually on his profile. Oh, I hope so. If that's his actual really profile, so. it's like, hi, I'm Steve, um, digital, uh, digital broadcaster, uh, broadcaster. <laughs> uh, also work elsewhere for, for part-time, and as follows. Yeah. I hope I enjoy like I, long walks I in the think, park, Glee, and I think that would actually kind of work for some people, though. <laughs> I think there'd be a couple who would read that and go, "Oh, this is funny," and see that they do actually match up with some of them. You know, it's all it's all yeah, tongue in cheek. I, mean, I think. It, <laughs> the thing is, I could just imagine it because, like, flick on the TV now, and you've got like uniform dating, like men in uniforms, like women in yeah. uniforms. We've got the perfect site for you. It's like. People who like to keep scores. Okay. I'm sure this could actually be some sort of like is dating there a, is website. Is there a, a geek date? I don't think there is actually. Like... And the, there was one in America where a geek could actually date some really smoking hot person. No, that, but that there wasn't actually like. That's a... called a hooker. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Is that why they just only have the one night? It's always someone different. Yeah. And you don't meet them yeah. on street corners. But yeah, yes, exactly. Right. Okay. But apart from that, there okay. is actually a, um, a a thing like that that worked in America. Well, I don't um, see why it not. Got shut down quite soon, apparently, because it was um, there was something dodgy about it. <laughs> okay. But but literally, if you have uniformdating.com, there there should be one where you know geeks who can can go on, put their profile, and say yeah, I like all this without any fear of recrimination, and you know. 
pretty much everyone you talk to on there, then you're gonna you're gonna kind of. I'm pretty sure there is. I'm, it off. I'm sure it's, it's called. And if not, like a forum. We need to start it because yeah. that seems to be what what happens a lot. Or you just go into the likes of WoW, World of Warcraft, and you just go on a role playing server, and you'll pretty much meet up with someone who's mm. very much your particular. Not that I've done that. No. Okay. Is that where you met Ash? Maybe. Wow. Maybe she might be a level seventy nine paladin. Who knows? Amazing. <laughs> the thing is, I think she actually—I think she attempted once to play it, and just shouted very angrily because she just—well, she tried to have a go at my hunter character. Okay. I'm picturing like the uh, the episode of Big Bang Theory where Penny goes on Age of Conan. Yes, <laughs> yeah, pretty much so. Although you will be able to see um, Ash's gaming oh, uh, yes. prowess um, on our next video, which is going to be uploaded very nice soon. Nice little segue. Our YouTube page: youtube.com forward slash g.e.e.k. Go there. There's lots of good videos on there. Um, yeah, we, we've been putting our Geeks Go Gaming videos up. We're on episode three now. Um, it's going to go up in the next couple of days. In fact, by the time this podcast posted, it'll probably be up. Essentially, it's us playing uh, Dead or Alive, Alive 5. five. Yes. Um, me, Reg, Ash, uh, a little bit of a round robin. Winner stays on. Um, I, I refuse now to ever play a game with Ash ever again. <laughs> oh, right, there's two reasons for this. The first one was just how hilarious playing Dead or Alive 5 is with her. Yeah. Uh, you notice that. There's a video we're not going to put up. Okay. Um, at least for the time being. We may yeah. do later on down the line of us attempting to play Little Big Planet 2. Um, now, admittedly, Ash had a few drinks <laughs> when we were playing. She gets angry when um, she's drunk. She gets very angry when she's playing, but it just goes to relate to one of the first podcasts that I was talking about, the Lego um, games, and oh, how yeah. obsessive she is. Dan witnessed it firsthand. See, see you, you, you've got to just be submissive. You've got to just sit there and just take it. I don't. <laughs> no. So I, I just was like, no, I'm going around, I'm getting all the orbs or whatever it is you're collecting, little big planet. I had to beat her. I did. But on certain ones, yeah. yeah. On okay. certain ones, she just left us behind because but you've got to try and keep up on the screen. Do you know what, though? That, that wasn't the reason I don't want to ever play a game with her again. It was Dead or Alive 5. It was the fact... She, like when, when, when you start, she's quite controlled. She's like, right, let's press X and A and whatever, and, you know, press the right buttons. As she starts to lose, she just starts mashing the pad. And when I say mashing the pad, the entire face of the pad... So you'll be right in the middle of doing a combo and then suddenly the start menu will pop up yeah. and it'll be like, yeah, press re resume. Like, just stop pressing all the buttons. <laughs> it's like, I don't mean to. Like, just keep your finger on the, like, the, the X triangle and the circle. Oh, she was hilarious. I, I mean, it the, was good. Usually when we, I play Marvel vs. Capcom 2 with her quite a lot and she's actually good at that, okay. um, which is quite horrendous, but she usually picks Sentinel and just... But yeah, but because that's a two D one, she literally just presses two buttons and just spams continuously, okay. like you do. Um, I so did that once. Moving on, just because I had like a millimeter of health. Mm. But back to our YouTube page, um, yes. we do also have we'll also um, put up the Comic Con video from Wales Comic Con, which was awesome. Um, that's um, yeah, it's up now. I'll go and have a look. It's got lots of amazing people in there. We met um, Hobbits and vampire slayers and counter-terrorist agents and yeah. um uh what are those little things out of star wars 
Um, Ewoks? Ewoks, that's it. I was going to call them, um, what's it, Wickets, but it's Wicket. The Wicket, the Ewok. The, I honestly yeah. thought you were going to say midget for a minute. Because <laughs> <laughs> you went, what are those mid- little uh, things from... <laughs> but, well, to be fair, Warwick Davis was there. He was amazing. Um, and he met the Scarecrow out of Batman. Um, awesome. And also, just an epic moment in sci-fi history, the meeting of two holograms... Rimmer out of Red Dwarf and the holographic Doctor out of Star Trek Voyager meeting for the first time. And I know you don't care, Reg, because you're like, yeah, it's Star Trek. Yeah, but I love Red Dwarf. That's fine. And the actual video itself, it even though I'm not in it, was hilarious. I, I had a look, I, 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 to be honest, I spammed a few um, celebrities' Twitter feeds when we put the video up, just like the people who are in it saying, hey, we featured you in this, can you retweet us? No one has. They're all rubbish. Um, it's a bit unfortunate. But, yeah, I know. But I was going through uh, Robert Picardo's Twitter feed just to have a look back and thought, I wonder if he's said anything about that. Because like, everyone who was there was like, oh, my, look what's happening. I went back and he was like, yeah, it was like um, an amazing moment in hollow history. And then posted a photo of those two standing there next to each other. I was like, awesome. there you go. <laughs> it was ace. But we got it on video. It's on the site. Um, go and have a look. And also just a couple of highlights of our trip to... London, Londinium. including an exclusive interview with uh, Stephen, Stephen Hawkins. Hawking. He was amazing. It was. He was such a nice So guy. gracious. Yeah. I yeah. just can't believe he took the time to, to speak to us. It yeah, was, exactly. Was nice. Well, you know, I mean, the, the, the theme song was done just all via Tinternet. I, I never actually got to meet him, so it was good to actually finally get to meet him. You know, yeah. we just, I just sent him the file and said, just do what you, what you want. Just drop your, you, you know, drop, drop some lyrics on this bad boy. And he did, and sent it back to us, and I was like, that's it. It's just brilliant. But um, if I can just go back to Comic-Cons for a minute. Yes, you may. Um, we did have a good a good couple of Comic-Cons coming up that we were going to go to. Yeah. Um, Heroes for Sale in Manchester, and then about a month later, uh, MCM Expo in Manchester as well. Heroes for Sale's been postponed now, which is a bit rubbish. Um, I think that's coming on in, up in November now, but yeah. that's fine. It means we get to spread them out. But MCM has just announced their first guest don't do this because this is the one i'm on a stag do for and i can't actually attend oh, it guess who it is don't say Jack it's Warren davis oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just seems to do every single <laughs> yeah everyone anywhere he came to two in. years ago um some guy i was working with before i knew that, that there was any comic cons that actually took place in manchester a guy i worked with was like oh i'm going to going to you know, uh, MCM in, in Manchester and I was like, what's that? And he told me all about it and he came back and the most exciting thing that, for him was that he got a photo with Warwick Davis and I was like, oh wow, great. And then the next year I remember looking and going, Warwick Davis is there again, okay. And then this Wrexham comic on came I was like, it's Warwick Davis. <laughs> and now <laughs> this one, he, uh, Warwick He must Davis. be on tour, like, surely just That's around gotta be every country, country all the way, all the time. He had a big queue. He really had a big queue. He charges, did, did, did he charge, quid, yeah, 15 they quid put some out for yep. a bloody autograph. They all do. I think there was there was a couple that were 10, most were 15, there was a couple that were 20. Like mm. Some of the Red Dwarf guys were 20. Yeah. Um, what do you have? But, yeah. I mean, I, I'm up to, I, I was actually in the Red Dwarf fan club when I was a kid. I loved wow. Red Dwarf. I was but like, you wouldn't spend 60 obsession. quid to get all... In fact, more than that, 75, because Holly was there as well. Yeah. I wouldn't now, 
the back then. <laughs> I wouldn't know, mainly just because the fact is that, you know, if Red Dwarf, I mean, the last series was fantastic. It was a really the, funny... The latest one the was good. The latest one was good. They were a bit downhill, but they haven't done anything after they've gone back to doing, you know, I think it's Craig Charles back in Coronation Street or something random now. Ace DJ in Manchester just, doing his uh, Funk and Soul night. Yep, which if you went on that night and you said, all right, Craig, any chance you can have your autograph? You wouldn't go yeah. 15 quid. Probably not. No, it's just because you're in a bloody yeah. hall. It's, that's that's my problem. <laughs> How many CDs or your guitar do you have with so many autographs on yeah, there from people? True. You didn't have to pay them for it because you paid your entry fee. Yeah. That's the same conventions. You pay your entry fee, you should be able it's to true. The difference with that, I mean, it was six quid to get into Wrexham Comic Con. No, 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 no I, I agree with you. But what, that, what my point was going to be, I was looking at um, Heroes for Sale and the ticket price for that was about 15 quid, 15, 20 quid. I was like... Okay, it's either a heck of a lot bigger, which I'm not sure it is, because first year they've done it, or you're not going to have to pay for signatures, or they're just being kind of they're just trying to rip you all off. Oh yeah, it's just it's probably it's that. Manchester, you know, it's going to be busy. End, don't end of the day, I probably would have. Well, we would have spent that fifteen quid to go. Um, but yeah, well, I was well excited yeah. for it. I couldn't wait to go. To what that. I'm most looking forward to though is um, this one in Leeds called I think it's Leeds, Leeds or Sheffield. Oh, I forget now. I think it might be Sheffield. Called Thought Bubble, um, and it's more of a, a comics. It's um, kind of art and comics, um, but the the lineup for that it's not it's not like you know TV, and film, and movie stars and stuff like that. It's it's comic artists, and comic writers, but there's some massive names in there. Like the um, the woman who draws sagas there. Um, like quite a lot of people from like the Marvel stable, like James McKelvey who does Young Avengers is going to be there. Hope Larson's going to be there. Yeah, we met. Uh, yeah, the uh, other half of Brian Lee O'Malley. Um, yeah, just and loads loads of people like that. Now that I wonder if they're going to charge or whether it will be a case of, hey, I've got your book or your comic, and they'll sign it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Hopefully, because uh, I don't know. They say I'm, can, I'm sure they'll charge for sketches and things like that, and that's fine. But um, I mean, oh, let's let's look at it. Perfect example, actually. When we were in Florida, we went to um, yes on Free Comic Book Day. We went to a big comic book store there, and George Perez was there. And George Perez is, I think, after Stan Lee, is one of the big names in comics. Like he's been going for years and years and years. Yeah, um, it's huge. Yeah. And he was there, and he was just. We went up with a copy of Superman number one. He went, sign that. And he's like, yep, great, and signed it. Um, people were coming up and saying, oh, do you mind doing this sketch for me? Then they'd pay him. And he'd yeah. sit there for 10 minutes and he'd draw the sketch or whatever. That's fine. So as long as they're, yeah. they're happy to sign it. The thing up. I liked about it as well with that is there wasn't a set fee. He just went, yeah, cool, um, I could pay it as long as you know you pay me something. He, yeah, he would exactly. do it. And they were literally paying like $5, $10, $15, something. And it was great. They were getting fantastic designs done. Yeah, so, that would be. A, I, I, I'll come home with a lot if that's the, if that's the case. To be honest. Yeah, I need to go on and get a load of uh, back issues. I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, but um, obviously MCM. When is it? Twentieth, uh, twentieth um, yeah. of July. So yeah, me and Steve will be there. We'll get some stuff on video. I might, the Reg can see. I might see if I can um, get out that one day. Well, my the stag do I'm going to is in Manchester. Is it really? Yeah. Perfect. So we'll meet you there, and then you can disappear off. I might have to. Um, I might just have to sort of like snooch along into the cover con bit for a little bit. Uh, is it the Saturday or the Sunday? It's the Saturday, I think Saturday. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not too sure because I know it's going to be quite an event. 
packed day, but I'll try and um, just sort of sneak off for an hour just so at least I can join you guys so yeah, you and uh, sneak back. But I probably will be very drunk. Okay. Very, very That's fine. drunk. Are you going to... Um, well, you probably won't have a chance to cosplay it up. I'll, I'll cosplay as um, the, the drunken homeless guy that you'll see on most Hollywood films that when they walk out of a bar in a dingy alley. Okay. I'll probably look like that guy. People go, hey, the drunken homeless guy when you walk out of the bar. Um, <laughs> I'd yeah. love that. Can I get a photo with you? Um, sure thing. That'd be great, just passing oh. out business cards. Warwick no, Davis! Got it. <laughs> you sign this, will you? Um, please, please put your bottom away. <laughs> Stop trying to put me on your shoulders. <laughs> no! <laughs> but yeah, um, oh, that'll be eventful. I don't know who else is going to be there yet, but... Uh, Chances are most of the people who are at Wales Comic Con are going to be there. <laughs> hoping some better people do it. The one in London, as we said last week, Edgar Wright was there. So uh, let's hope he decides to come down to Manchester. I think it's around about the week that um, uh, Thingy's opening, that um, World's End's opening. Ooh. Not sure. Speaking of which, uh, new trailers come out, and I'm even more confused than I was before. Excellent. I've not seen it yet, because uh, as much as... As much as I loved the, the, the first trailer, yeah, it is, it is really good. I don't want to ruin any more. No. I didn't. I tried to avoid anything from Hot Fuzz, and I tried to avoid near enough everything from Sean and the Dad. Yeah. I made the stupid mistake of watching the trailer because now I'd know, I'm confused. Looks dead weird, but I I've think now got an idea in yeah, my head. But I think it's now better that you set up because I think if you'd have gone in, uh, you know, I, 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 maybe it was just us. I don't know whether everyone had the same impression, but World's End. We figured it was like, they've said it's a pub crawl and while well, the world's ending, and you think, okay, makes sense, there's going to be an asteroid come down or whatever. And, but no, it's all like pod people and aliens and stuff like that as the trailer shows. But yeah, it looks very weird. I, I'm, I no doubt it's going to be amazing, it's fine. It just really wasn't what I expected. And also, it, it, it makes me think that we, we talked about the whole two Hollywood movies coming out that are generally the same theme, it happens all the time. Yes. And you've got this and you've got... <laughs> um, What's the other one? This is the end of the Seth Rogen one. Yeah. That's more like I'd have expected from it, to be honest. Yeah. This doesn't look anything like it, and that's great, so they're separate enough, but it's just the titles, I think, are going to get in the way of one of them. If they're both successes, that's... It would be, be a surprise, yeah. kind of surprise. But either way, I think in the UK, World's End's got to got to win. Uh, yeah, it's, no it's bound to, isn't it? Simon Pegg. Hot, hot Fuzz until women, um in, in between his movie, I think was one of the highest grossing British comedies of all time. Blimey. Um, doesn't surprise me. Uh, yeah, but that's happening. What else have we got that's exciting? Well, we're on the movie news. Um, There's quite a bit um, of mm. quite fun movie news out there now. Um, Brian Singer's done a, another, yeah, uh, another tweet. tweet, hasn't he, with the Trask Industries? Trask Industries, which, if anyone doesn't know, basically the, the, the new X-Men movie is they're going to be following the whole story of the Sentinels um, and how they kind of come into to kind of monitor and control all the mutants. So Trask is the guy who basically invents the Sentinels and that's his, his company that run it all. So that's, we got the confirmation of that. That's, it's a rumor that Peter Dinklage, who's the, the guy out of um, Game of Thrones. Yeah. The, the midget. The little guy. The little guy. The little person. Sorry. Um, 
no one really knows who he's playing, but that's the rumour that he's going to be playing the creator of the Sentinels. All oh, right, cool. We'll see what's going on with that. He also, what else? He tweeted um, a picture of Mystique in a full makeup. He's yeah. also obviously then revealed. I didn't realise that uh, was um, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, from the well, from uh, um, first class. That was her as well. Yeah, I didn't. I, <laughs> unless I did know and just didn't know who she was at the time. Possibly, although she's blue for most of the movie. So again, you don't really, you can't really tell that it's her. That's true. It's like I suppose you wouldn't necessarily um, recognise Rebecca Romaine Tamos, would you, if you're in the movie because she's blue? That's yeah, that's true. And I, to be honest, I probably wouldn't recognise her <laughs> the blue anyway. <laughs> but no, you hold a valid point. Yeah, you hold a valid point. Now, I'm all for this whole tweeting loads of behind the scenes stuff from the movie. I don't feel he's spoiling anything. I think it's. I think the amount of little things we're seeing is brilliant. Um, uh, now, I think it was Empire Magazine um, tweeted the other day. Was like, what you know? What's everyone think about the, the whole um, spoiler photos from behind the scene? You, you happy with it? My reply to that was great. If it's Brian Singer tweeting stuff about X Men, brilliant. But uh, the other person who's tweeted a photo this week was uh, Michael Bay tweeting the new Optimus Prime. Yeah, it's like, meh. <laughs> I, just, I, right, just I don't I don't get it there's nothing to be excited about it's a picture of a shiny automobile exactly I mean if it was the if it was the first Transformers then and you didn't yeah you know, you no one excited excited about about it. But it's Optimus is, Prime yeah, in real life it's Transformers 4 yeah by now we know what to expect it hasn't changed much at all no. from the previous incarnations of Optimus Prime so I'm not that bothered I have however been going behind the scenes with the Spider-Man um, oh, with yeah. the new Spider-Man flick, ah, um, and seeing the um, <laughs> and seeing, have you seen the? There's the a lot of behind the scenes people stuff have been putting up of him on the front of the car on the phone, um, yeah. and he's going, "Yes, Aunt May, I've got the eggs," and he's like on the front of the car, um, and they're doing all that. That okay. was quite funny. Um, I've not seen that. They're putting up um, some more photos of one of him meeting seen a little kid dressed as Spider-Man. Yeah, looks awesome picture. And there's new pictures of Rhino as well. Yes. Which, obviously, pre CGI. He's in, <laughs> Which like, looks very he's, weird. If they left it like that, it would be hilarious. It would look. It would wouldn't look out of place on some on the set of something like Shark Yes. Just, <laughs> really, just looks really cheap, but it's got the little motion kind of capture symbols on, so you can tell they're going to CGI it up. But looks like I don't know. It looks like the, the from that it looks like he's in some kind of mech. Do you, mm. do you not think he had that kind of thing? It, it, fair yeah. enough. It's either just something so he's the right like, size. Like a placeholder. Yeah. That's fine, or they're literally that's what he's going to look like. He's going to be walking around in this kind of mech suit, um, and they're just going to CGI over it to make it look a little bit more expensive. So maybe, I'm not maybe sure. just so he's got the movement of, I yeah, suppose, like a... essentially. So that, that's fair enough, but that, as it stands, definitely looks like that. Um, and there's also been confirmation now of um, spoiler alert, close your ears for. 25 seconds if you if you don't want to know um of the whole death of gwen, gwen stacy thing uh, emma stone announced in a in an interview that that it's definitely happening uh, she wanted to keep it true to the comics um and have it you know exact pretty much exactly how it happens in a comic well she doesn't say that it's exactly what how it happens she says that it's yeah but if um, you're going to keep it true to the comic i don't know it's quite that is quite brutal to but it's for, i don't think we i, I explain what happened you you know now don't you i, I now know say, yeah so we've can, talked we've talked about in a previous yeah. pod with comic man oh wait it's 25 seconds um clo- close your ears for another 20 okay um basically the green goblin kind of throws her off the off a bridge 
um, Spider-Man shoots Web down to catch her, and because she's falling so fast and the kind of the the deceleration so sudden, her neck snaps. So he tries to save her, but ends up killing her. But the thing is, though, because obviously there's a fight with Green Goblin and her anyway. So the one of the other thing yeah. is, did he actually kill her, or was she dead well, anyway? But that's and... but that's the point. Mm. She would have died anyway. He's saving her, but it's still that's still got to be pretty harsh, and you know, in your head thinking. I'm responsible. He's definitely responsible for her dying, but not only yeah. indirectly. Yeah. The only other thing that that good may come out of this is who's your favourite in the comics out of Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane? Um, don't know. Probably Gwen Stacy. I just find Mary Mary Jane just a little bit whiny. I like Mary Jane just solely for the fact she keeps on calling him Tiger. Okay. Like, I I don't know what it is, but I think I. Uh, when I was a kid, I always had a soft spot for Mary Jane. Right. Um, I, I mean, my favourite Peter Parker girlfriend's Felicia Hardy, Black Cat. Yes, definitely. definitely. Um, speaking of which, I've finished reading the Black Cat. Spider Man was Black Cat. The yeah, evil that men do. Yeah, the Kevin Smith one um, that you lent me. Excellent. Um, yeah, so you can you can have that back now. Thank you. Um, I've read that. Reg has actually passed it to me as we speak. Thank you. Yeah. You got the boys. I have. I've got the boys as <laughs> well. You ready? I've read the boys as well. <laughs> Yeah, cool. And um, your cabin in the woods that I haven't actually watched yet, so I'll keep that. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, watch that. Um, <laughs> I kept that in a really safe hiding place. For I think she knew where it was. I think this guy's going to give it you back. In fact, yeah, because um, Ash has got it on DVD, so I don't need it. Oh, she's so got it anyway. That's why I put it in Excellent. there. Um, cool. And the last one of the list Runaways. of uh, things that you've lent me. Which... Um, You've actually, I've got bought that digitally. Um, ah, okay. One, two, and three because I got it in a cheap bundle. Um, okay. So I've got them on my tablet Excellent. to read now. So there's there those three. Nice little aside. I hope you enjoyed that, people. Um, I hope you've got your hands off your ears now because I only said 20 seconds. It's silly. Um, where should we go next? It's like um, all these little talking points. This issue. It's like a, it's like a maze. Um, let's stick with movies. After Earth. Okay. Have you seen the trailer? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. I love Will Smith. Yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. But the thing with Will Smith I love is the amount of emotion he puts into um, his characters. Okay. And he really, really yeah. does. With this film, it looks as though they've gone, right, okay, Will Smith, we love you, right? But take away any emotion you might have. It's It's... The trailer does look a bit like that. Yeah, it's is it yeah. M. Shyamalan and well, like that? see, that was it, my point. It's him. That's what that was. That was my, my, what my whole kind of point of this conversation was going to be. Um, I went when we went to see Star Trek. Um, the trailer for it came up, and you sit there, you watch the entire trailer, it gets to the end, it goes After Earth, Will Smith, Jaden Smith, whatever, blah, blah blah, coming soon. There's not a single mention of M. Night Shyamalan in there. No. Because you want people to go see Correct, it. <laughs> exactly. There was a time when the first thing in a trailer would have been, From M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. The creator of the sixth sense. But then he made, what, The, the, village, the village to a lesser extent. But then the thingy lady in the water. <laughs> the happening. Which just, honestly... Oh, the not, have you seen The Happening? I haven't seen The Happening. I've watched Lady in the Water, and that was enough for me. Not yeah. anything really with him, and I'm just not interested. So, yeah, and, I mean, Avatar, The Last Airbender, we'll, we'll forget about that. The, the scary but, thing is I've watched that as well. Yeah, I think I was there. I watched it with you, I think. I don't think I've watched it on my own. I don't think I would have. 
<laughs> no, in fact, we did. We, we did. yeah, we watched that. I can't I remember why, why we did. but I think Kim might put it on. Maybe someone put it on. But yeah, he's 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 just completely lost all his credibility, hasn't he? Yes, very very much so. And I don't think this is going to help him as much as no, it should. I, I think it, it will. Should do. I think they've they played it safe. They thought let's not push the name. Have you we'll have you heard the early reviews though? Oh no, actually, but. <laughs> Early reviews aren't great. See, I can just see the big Twitter. They're like, you know, this is Earth. That you know, that's obviously they give that away in the trailer. So that's not the twist. But it's supposed to be thousands of years in the future or whatever, and we've abandoned Earth. It's just, is it? Am I wrong in thinking that the the twist that he's going to put in is that <gasps> this was in the past, it, and yeah, he's going to they're going to start a new you know colony on Earth? Yeah, it's Probably. it's going to be something that. That if that happens, very, I'm, I'm leaving. Very Michael Shamalamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanamanaman
overall, you know, I don't like to judge until I see it for myself. Mm. Um, so I will go see it, mainly because the missus is obsessed with Will Smith. Okay. So I've got to go see it. I'm guessing like more so since the uh, the thing happened, the... Uh, the, gra- event, brain, the event, as we like to call it. <laughs> I love how this mere hours after it was on TV, I, I saw... I went onto Facebook and there was literally about... 30 posts people going this is the best thing ever yes you don't know what we're talking about will smith was on the graham norton show um okay well in fact let's give a bit of background about a year ago a year or two ago he was on the graham norton show and so was gary barlow and um i don't know how it came about but gary barlow pulled out this little tiny casio keyboard and started playing the fresh prince theme and then will smith just started rapping along to it and he did the whole thing and it was amazing it was just it was so superb good. so um Obviously, Graham Norton gets him back on the show uh, along with his son, and they start talking about you know, oh, you know, we you do music both of you as well because obviously Jaden's a, a rapper as well. Have you heard one of his songs? I can't remember it's called, but it's it's like awful. It's, it could be called that, but basically, especially one of his songs, he's taken the tune from Pumped Up Kicks by Foster the People, just a boom, boom, no. boom, 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 and then rapped over it about how he loves to go uh, skating. Wow! So, yeah. Really? But anyway, <laughs> digress. Jesus. So uh, he's like, "Yeah, I mean, I, I rap, but also Jaden raps as well." And he's like, "Oh, okay, great." So um, Jaden just starts. Obviously, Will Smith lays down a fat beat, fat with a ph, um, and Jaden starts rapping along. Just hello, he- hello. That bit annoyed me. Hello. But the one thing I could not <laughs> stop going on about. Um, we're into <laughs> like old school type hip hop, uh, like DJ format, Jurassic Five. five there's Zuffling. a guy called Decisive. Yes. Who raps along with um, with Abdominal, with and, Abdominal DJ on, on DJ Format um, albums? But he's also got his own uh, stuff out there. Yeah. One of the stuff is called The Ostrich. Hi. Oh, is that one? Is um, that? And <laughs> there's a song where he begins going, Hello, everybody say hello to The Ostrich. And every time I see his videos, I've watched it multiple times <laughs> now, I can't stop thinking of Decisive on the stage mm. or just Jaden ripping into that now. And I don't know if that's where he got it from, but. <laughs> it, I think he was just like I can't think what to say uh, hello, hello. Yeah. and then he, he raps and it's fine you know and everyone's like yeah you're giving him pity applause because like oh look it's his son and then Will Smith just starts basically just does this little kind of rap and then introduces onto the stage which <laughs> no one saw him sitting there no just Jazzy the DJ just <laughs> amazing which was awesome so it there you go so good goes out raps the, uh, <laughs> the the Fresh Prince theme and then, uh, and then announces another special guest, and all comes. What's the hex's name? Alphonse, Alphonse Ribiera. Ribiera. Carlton. Carlton does his little dance. Not unusual to, to be loved by it anyone. It was amazing. It was. It was super. great up to that point, and then suddenly he comes out, and it was even better. Right. In fact, I've got a little story about him. I'm. I'm not going to say who who it is who told me this, but a friend of mine. Um, mentioned we were talking about this. Um, and they said this Alphonse Rivera was at Rosie's in Chester once doing a PA. Right. And um, apparently he's a little bit of a ladies' man. <laughs> so this person, again, I won't name her friend, was like, oh, I'm just going to go and talk to him and get his autograph and stuff. He happened to work there. And uh, apparently went home and had a night with him. No way. <laughs> How amazing would that be? <laughs> oh, dear. I wonder if he lays on the charm you know, uh, when he gets back. Does he, he need to? He dims the lights and then puts a bit of Tom Jones on. Does he really need to, though? <sighs> <laughs> but 
But the other thing is, you know, he's the host of Stars in Their Eyes, or was the host of Stars in Their Eyes in the States. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. But, but yeah, the only thing I, I, I was expecting from that whole video, the video was Tom Jones to come walking on. Yes. So, oh, I've just been in the studio doing the voice next door and just, oh, I heard you in here, Carlton, and comes out and sings along with him. Yeah, Do you remember that episode when he, he was on? That he was, was like amazing, his guardian angel. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> we've got more movie news. Um, in fact, oh, I, do you know what? I like these are all lining up as beautiful little segues. Um, Mr. Tom Cruise was going to be doing yet another reboot of a, a classic 60s TV show, Man From yeah. Uncle. He's not content with having like the multi-million dollar Goliath that is blooming um, Mission Impossible. He's like, he wants to do Man From Uncle as well. Uh, well, not anymore. He's going to go back to Mission Impossible 5. Good. Yep. Good. Yeah, it's good. And because the, I love the, the Mission great Impossible films. films, apart from the second one, which it, I should love because it's John Woo, but I just cannot stand it. Really? I really don't like it. I love the second one. No. Mainly, I think, because it, it is John, it's John Woo. Woo. Uh, I'm a massive fan of John Woo. It's just, it feels out of place from the other three. I see. I've not gone back and watched them again now. I was sort of waiting until because I haven't bought Three the others on DVD yet. Last thing I bought was um, well, Steve might be quite happy. This going to mention one of his other things again. A VHS. Um, yeah, <laughs> Mission I, Impossible I, Two. I Mission Impossible Two on VHS when I worked. Do you know what? In old, actually, old video shop. Where, where 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 we used to work, the unnamed game shop. Um, when I bought a DVD player, we, we kind of just started stocking DVDs, and we used to have like a product loan thing, so we take some home. And I remember that, in fact, the second ever DVD that I watched was Mission Impossible 2. And in really? fact, the best thing about it is there's a special feature on there. There was um, a clip they did at the MTV Movie Awards uh, of Ben Stiller. It's so good. Basically, Ben Stiller is a guy called Tom Cruise, spelt C-R-O-O-Z-E. He's Tom Cruise's stunt double. There's <laughs> just this whole bit where they're setting up the scene where the you know the motorbikes drive at each other and then they jump off and they, you know and they kind of collide in midair and have a fight or whatever. Yeah. Motorbikes drive, you know. They're setting that scene up. They've got these little figures, um, kind of on this map, and they're you know going okay, and then come driving along here, and then we'll jump off. And then Ben still goes, whoa, whoa, okay, this is a bit crazy, but I've got an idea. How about we 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 jump off the motorbikes and in midair, I'll turn to the camera and go. This mission just got a little bit more impossible. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It is brilliant. It is better than the movie, I think. It's only about five minutes. It's probably on YouTube. It's got to be. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I mean, they, they are really, really good films. And Ghost Protocol was, was fantastic. Brilliant. It was really good. The only thing that was funny about that, though, is for some reason it gave uh, Ash a uh, fear of heights. Because we watched it just before we went on, uh, went to America. Wow. Um, and yeah, ever since the, the scene in, when, in when, Dubai. He, when he runs down, yeah, yeah, when he runs down the building, he actually did that as well. Yeah, That's the which other is thing just on mental. The, on the Blu-ray, the special feature of that behind-the-scenes thing, they're like they were there for a week, and he was out there on this on wires like about twelve hours a day filming these scenes. It's just like, however mental the guy might be the whole scientology thing and the jumping on the couch and oprah and stuff <laughs> he is actually amazing just some of the stuff he does like that yeah well or not i don't well, I, no, I cannot I think I, of I, another I get like that but just in general he's really not but for his films yes it's just he really does commit <laughs> he just oh christ yeah he, like you say, <laughs> oh, he christ, is a little scientology. bit mental i'm gonna Oops. go along with that that's fine but he just just some of the stuff he he, he 
throws himself into is really good. And he's got some bad films, but he's, he's done some really good films. Oh, really yeah. good movie. Even like, I think we went to see Night and Day, which we is did. essentially a bit of a chick flick, and you enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, it wasn't that so, bad. Cameron Diaz was in that, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. But um, but anywho, Henry Cavill is going to be taking over supposedly. Yeah, I heard that. Superman. Really. So that's his his star starting to rise, isn't it? Um, and speaking of Superman, uh, what was it they've announced today? Mere hours ago. In fact, the, well, yeah, it'll be three days ago when you listen to this. But they're, um, <laughs> the the Superman shorts. Yeah, Superman seventy fifth anniversary Superman. Um, new logo. New logo for Superman's going to be on the front of all the comics and all the merchandise and everything. But also um, Zack Snyder's. Cool as well directing a two minute short um he's actually doing it now where it's going to kind of go through the you know the changes of the original superman to present day so all the kind of the iconic main, ones. yeah the iconic ones are going to be featured which looks pretty cool um in fact i think that's it for movie news I think we're done on movie news and and for once it makes a nice change because yeah. we're like 50 minutes in nearly and, um, and, you and we just, haven't even mentioned a single thing. You've got one tiny little bit of game news, which um, you're probably going to go on for the next half hour. Well, I do. Shenmue 3, no, no way. That'll be a full pod. Can you imagine it the day that comes out? We just... Well, the day it gets like, announced. You'd, you'd leave work, you'd jump on your motorbike, you'd, uh, you'd drive straight down to me, and we'd sit there and pod immediately. Yeah, I think the day that that... Well, once it gets announced, we'll pod immediately. The day that gets released... I think we need to just do like literally a live stream an of entire playthrough. Play <laughs> yeah. Yes. It needs to be done because I'm so so stoked for that. Speaking of being stoked, oh my god, I'm so excited for this. Right, there's a game which I know I know if you listen to the pods before, I'm not a fan of Kickstarters. Um, I'm really not against them, but they just they they annoy me now because of the reasons I've gone into before in the past. There's, yeah, so there's far too to many people who don't need it. it using it and essentially taken away from some of the little guys, really. Speaking of little guys or people that used to be huge um, and unfortunately have gone on to other projects now which haven't been as successful, so I've gone into the little sort of lower leagues, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, if I said to you, Doug Tenaple, I would say no idea. No, right. Okay, there's an amazing series of games out there um, called Netherhood and Skull Monkeys. See that I know. That you know? Yeah. They are amazing. Also, Correct. Earthworm Jim. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realise that he had anything to do because of blimey. I yeah. know Neverhood and Skull Monkeys are, c- are connected, but I didn't know he did Earthworm Jim. Yeah, wow. he helped Earthworm Jim as well, awesome. um, as did some of the, the other people who are going to be enlisted in his new project, okay. which is called Army Krog. Okay. Right. It's clay motion. Uh, well, it's clay stop motion animation. Okay, just like Skull Monkeys and uh, it's, it's, Neverhood. It's a spiritual successor to the Neverhood. Okay. Right. If you haven't played the Neverhood before, please, please, please. It's got to go be out like there. GOG or something like this. Not you, on Steam, is it? It's not on Steam, but it might be on GOG. If not, you can still pick up box versions on the Tinty Webs. Okay. Right? Not that it'll work. On um, eBay, etc. But they do go for phenomenal prices. Um, I remember I had had Skull Monkeys first and loved it on the PlayStation. And I was going on to Dan about how great it was. And I was trying to get hold of the original PC game called Neverhood. 
and at the time we were around the Cheshire Oaks yeah. um, in Ellsbury Port and Dan phoned me up and was like, like I'm, um, I'm in uh, WH Smith's at the moment and I've got it in there this, for like 4 99 and I was, I was like gonna buy it, buy it now all. buy it now and he's like Can I? I was like I'll just, just buy it me now I'll give you the money as soon as you get there <laughs> he got it I finished work I uh, think it was like 4 o'clock um, I was doing a ten four. Finished. In <laughs> Do you the, remember um, the shift as well? I remember the day. <laughs> I was. It so was a day the rain turned so to snow. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it's and I went home and played it and loved every second of it. Um, but yeah, anyway. So this game's going to be a spiritual successor. This is basically about um, an awesome little clay dude, Armacrog. Um, the, well, Tommy Nort is his name, sorry, and he's got a blind companion dog um, called Beak Beak. Um, they crash land on a dead weird planet and get locked in a mysterious fortress called Army Krog. Um, and that's when the adventure begins. Okay. Um, yeah, I've put up a post about it um, a couple of days ago, so go look at it. Go help these. It is a Kickstarter. They need, need your help. Um, they need to, to get to a grand total of $900,000, okay. which may seem like a lot, okay. but granted, these people aren't actually you know, using game engines to create their characters. This is all handmade. We're talking clay, we're talking the creating props, the creating sets, mm -hmm. the creating the people, the creating puppets. Uh, the voice actors in the actual game itself, if you like Napoleon Dynamite, John Hurd is in there from, from that. Dang. There's... There's so many of the casting crew that you actually are it's real easy to recognise. It's so good. Easy, recognisable things. Like the soundtrack. Oh, Terry S. Taylor. This was by far my favourite bit of those games. Oh, my God. The soundtrack to these people, I'm go uh, to these games, I'm going to put it on the post. You need to go. If you haven't already heard the songs, the songs are just... So kooky. Will. And so amazing. And they've got one of my all-time favourite ever game and songs ever called the bonus room from skull <laughs> yes. monkeys it is just one of the most amazing amazing songs out there it's so good it's like i mean the, the, the people that you know they, they go on about some of the some songs in games like all like stuff from portal jonathan colton and things like that being classics like this was way before that yeah i mean 98 um it was when neverhood such, came out weird kooky songs it's just so brilliant, but the thing that I love is the humour inside these games. The, the soundtrack matches it. That's the thing I love. But there's so many things that are on the original soundtrack for the Neverhood. Um, he goes like Clayman goes into a shower, um, and as he he's basically standing in the shower, and then you go into an elevator, and you can listen to your portable uh, music device. Okay. And one of the things is um, 75 acts of a mime artist doing things so it could be like a mime having a shower and just hear water running and it'd be like a mime like opening a door and it's just a door open it's just like there's so many <laughs> stupid things that aren't associated with the mime um and then it's just like a woman screaming and then you just have like a woman screaming it's like thank you for listening why was that it, they're just so random but the storylines behind the games are always brilliant they may seem a bit bizarre when you first get onto them but the voice acting, the story, the ideas. People, you need to back this. Yes, I'm excited. Yes, I keep on wobbling and probably your ears might have been bleeding from me going, ah! But I'm just, 
I'm You've so excited. You've got school monkeys, haven't you? I do. Why don't we do a Geeks we Go are Gaming doing, on We're the doing PS. a Geeks Go Gaming on School Monkeys. Yeah. We're also going to do one on The Neverhood. Okay. Um, just just a little bit because I want you to do some of the puzzles in it. Because okay. some of them are well confusing, but geniusly funny as well at the same time. Um, so we're definitely going to do that. Sounds good. I'm going to put a link up. Uh, please, peeps, go back it. At the moment, I'm looking at getting the $90 Kickstarter one. Um, <laughs> But payday. Um, yeah, it's payday. <laughs> However, if the missus doesn't notice money coming out of the joint account, I'm going to see if I can go one higher or possibly two what, higher. What do you get? What are you going to be getting? Uh, right. I don't need to read all the tears, but what, what, no, like, no, no. what are you excited for? Right, okay. The, the one for me for the $90, the $90 one, this is the only downside. Is the $90 one is the first tier where you get the boxed copy instead of a digital download. Okay, but with that, you also get like a little art book, um, some shorts, a DVD documentary, like all the sort of the usual stuff, okay. and the soundtrack. Okay, Boom. that's the important bit. Dead happy about that. Okay, but if you move up ever so slightly, um, like the $200 one, um, you get your name in the game credits, and you get the box set, you get all the above, blah, 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 blah. And then if you go the one higher as well, then you also start getting um, more things apart from just game credits. You get your names and puzzles okay. um, for the things, which is which is awesome. You also, for one of the tiers, get to have a, um, clay, character. a, a clay character. Nice. If you pledge the top amount, which if I won the lottery, or even if I had a bereavement or something, which allowed me to, to have this amount of cash, I would definitely do it, and that's if you did the ten thousand um, dollar reward. You actually go into their studio; they teach you physically how to animate, how to clay clay animate mm. in there. You create one of the puzzles yourself for that game. While it's completely out of our budget, that's actually fairly reasonable compared to some yes. some that I've seen. And plus, you get everything else as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And, and you get to meet them. You get to meet Precisely. Um, them and, and Terry S. Taylor. I'm yeah. just dead excited about I'll, that. I'll give an example. Um, you know, uh, Toby Turner, Toboscus. Yes. He's got an Indiegogo campaign, so same same idea as Kickstarter, to make um, like a, an iOS and Android game based on his Toboscus adventures. Um, and the top tier, up until about three or four days ago, was, let's go to space. <laughs> it was $500,000. He's like, yeah, if you do this, you get all the other stuff. And uh, we're going to go to space. He's taking it down, not surprisingly. I think he was like, that would be hilarious, let's put that on there. Yeah, because no one would ever do it. Yeah, and, and then, obviously, either have. someone's done it or Indiegogo have gone, yeah, you, you, you're not taking people's space out. And he goes, no, no, but it's hilarious. Yeah, don't. He's <laughs> taking it down. <laughs> no but, way. Um, he's funded that, which but it does look good. But Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. But anyway. Yeah, um, so... Fun that anyway. Yeah. Moving off that ever so slightly. Um, well, also, I, I two little sides that I thought while you were talking. One, um, a, a previous Kickstarter campaign for Broken Sword Five. I'm officially a beta tester for for uh, for Broken Sword on Android. That's now, amazing. Not, not specifically Broken Sword Five. However, I'm hoping it turns into that. We'll see. Yeah. Am I At the minute, I'm just going to get beta updates for Broken Sword One and Two, um, and yeah, just see what happens. But well, to be fair, you played those games. Enough times now where you could easily be a beta tester for them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you'll know all that. Um, and the other thing is getting your names in credits. Well, our names in the credits of Clerks too. They are indeed. <laughs> I was like, when he said that, I was like, our name's in something, what is it? And then I remembered Clerks too. Yeah, yeah I completely forgot about that, <laughs> yeah. you know. Well and truly. Yeah. Uh, no way. 
so tiny. That's... There's so many people. It's just like it races past and it's <laughs> tiny. But you can see it. You can zoom. You get the Blu-ray. You can zoom in, and it's 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 all right. But anyway, sorry. What was your other little aside? Um, well, yeah, just just a couple of little things now. Um, obviously, Alf, we've got closer um, to the date that The Last of Us comes out, which is the 14th of June, two weeks away, and um, literally the Friday um, of our little jaunt around okay. the UK. Oh, yeah. Um, that comes out, so I'll be grabbing that when we come back and just. That's Naughty Dog. That. The, the new one. The Naughty kind Dog. Of weird z- z- zombie type thing, but people infected with the thing. Yes, them. it's apparently nature gets. Um, gets revenge that's, it basically that's the happening it, it comes that's what happens in the happening oh dear god that is actually what happens in the happening just you haven't got mark Wahlberg going what no i hate mark oh, Wahlberg. Oh, but going back to now. awesome things which is going to be the last of us um people have played it so far said it's amazing um <laughs> the creators of it naughty dog um obviously yeah. uncharted 3 mm-hmm. uh, was out there was an easter egg for uh, the last of us Hidden in Uncharted 3, in Uncharted 3 oh, right. which they accidentally left in. <laughs> they were doing it, um, and they got told to take out in case anyone starts trying to flick through it on and think, like, oh, is this going to be an idea for a new game, blah, blah, blah. And they left it in there. It's a newspaper article in okay. one of the bars. Um, inside it, it says that it's some city, you know, nature's sort of taking revenge, blah, 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 and it's all being overgrown, and okay. that's what leads into this. Um, the game looks awesome. They are doing a season pass, okay. Which we've discussed. Um, What's the online stuff then? What's the multiplayer? They're going to be doing a multiplayer um, where you can sort of, I believe, you sort of go against each other. They haven't really put that much detail into explaining um, what's gone on yet. They've sort of kept it hidden. However, the season things. pass um, covers more story DLC, um, so they're going to add in bits to the story, Wait, which they missed out. I'm doing the opposite to what I did last week. You're doing the online pass, aren't yes, you? Yes, I got this confused. So season pass. Okay, no, I'm fine with season passes. Yeah. That's, that's a good thing. <laughs> I, I, I sort of am, but to the stage where more story DLC. I mean, they, they've had enough time to, to put in what they what they want to do to mm. do the finished product like Tomb Raider Tomb Raider oh, they started said, releasing it. more it's DLC fun. for like obviously online play but no uh, story. new weapons but no new story mode yeah. that's the way it should be if you're going to release more DLC do it in context do it with characters it do depends it with, wait till you've played it and you see if you've got if you feel like you've been shortchanged on the length of the game fair enough but like Mass Effect um, you know the actual DLC for that was pretty big yet yeah, you didn't feel the like the whole with, game was missing out the one good thing with, with Mass Effect is the fact that it's free roaming, you can go off and, you know, you Maybe. can, yeah, you can I, I'd agree take your time and do it. The Last of Us isn't, isn't open world like that. No, so that's going to so it's just going to be like a little episode of, of um, you know, okay. yeah. that might be a bit odd. But. Yeah, so, I mean, but, you know, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. Um, I am really looking forward to it. I'm not a massive Naughty Dog fan either. I don't, I, I think they're, I they're great. Jack and Dexter. not. Not a great. We've already yeah. We've had this conversation yeah. haven't we, in a in a previous pod. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I am going to be looking forward to, to playing this. I can't wait. Another one which is um, just in time for E3, the Evil Within. Um, they've actually that um, a couple of press people. Unfortunately, even though I put our name down, we weren't chosen. Dang no. And uh, to to play this is twenty minutes the of new survival, survival horror, horror from the Resident Evil creator, the original. Yes. Oh my life! Apparently, it's amazing. It brings back the original sort of feel of Resident Evil, Silent Hill, Alone in the Dark, survival horror. See, it, to, to me, survival horror is the far too hit and miss. Like just like horror movies, the amount of just really 
bad, like there's going to be something jump out here to make you jump. Yeah. It's rare I'll see a decent horror movie, and that's kind of the same with survival horrors, unfortunately. But if this is as good yeah, as Yeah, I think the thing is, I mean, you've you've given me to play again, because um, I've got them on the PlayStation, but I haven't got them on the Xbox, oh, yeah, um, uh, Project Zero. Yeah. Uh, the Project Zero, or Fatal Frame, if you're listening in America and elsewhere, um, is one of the greatest ever games well, oh. hands down, Shadow of a Doubt. <laughs> they are superb. Scary as hell. Really, really, really freaky. Um, the sound of, if you've ever played Broken, uh, Broken Sword, if you've ever played uh, Project Zero uh, 2, there's a bit where you start walking down some stairs, um, like a ca- uh, staircase, flight okay. stairs. As you're walking down, a girl gets pushed and falls from the top, and as you're walking down, she lands and breaks her neck on the floor and as you're walking around she'll continuously just keep falling down and breaking and then crawl after you sort of like ring-esque okay a grotesque sorry oh my god that stayed with me for ages (laughs) every time you walk downstairs you're like um it's it's horrible but there's so many nice things it's not all about jumpy scares it's stuff that plays in your mind so you'll be walking through rooms and like the Russian dolls that uh, get smaller and smaller and smaller, mm. like they'll either turn and like sort of look at you, or they'll fall off, or they'll be randomly moving as you walk through. It's the little things that just really freak you out. This game is bringing that sort of thing back. Good. Um, so it's all going to be sort of psychological. It's all set in a mental institute. Um, it looks. It is does it look nice. multi-format or is it exclusive to like? No, it's going to be multi-format, I believe. it's. I know it's definitely coming out on the PS3 and Xbox. I think it's coming out on PC as well. That's fine. I just want to make sure it wasn't another PS3 game I wasn't going to get to play. (laughs) You will. I will eventually lend you a PS3. I just want want to play Heavy Rain. um, That's all I want to play. (laughs) Well, that ties in nicely with exactly what I was about to sort of say. Okay. Um, So, yeah, Xbox exclusives. Xbox One. Um, Ah, yeah. Yep. So Remedy Entertainment have um, just released a, a cover, um, the art cover for Quantum Leap, uh, Quantum Break. <laughs> did you do that on purpose? I did that then? one on purpose. Oh, right. uh, I, I can't get out of this habit of saying Quantum <laughs> Leap every time I say Quantum Break, and I don't know why, because <laughs> I haven't watched Quantum Leap in years. As the sandbagger steps uh, into the time machine, <laughs> and back he went. But, he awoke to find himself trapped in the past, facing mirror images that were not his own, leaping from life to life. Striving to put right what once went wrong, and hoping that each time this next leap would be the leap home. Nice. Oh wait, I missed the. His only guide in this journey is Al, a hologram that only Sam can see and hear. I missed that bit. Anyway, oh, oh, carry on. Um, yeah. So, so remedy. Um, I watched through have the entire the... series recently. Sorry, go on. <laughs> wow, Steve, remedy. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so remedy entertainment have released the cover art now uh, for Quantum Break. Looks pretty cool. Um, but they also released it on the in the box for um, for the Xbox One or a prototype of what it's going to be. Ah, uh, yeah, um, bright green. Looks like my uh, Green Lantern Blu-ray box. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, they've had, they had a few of those left. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the case. Probably the case. Oh, case. The case. Uh, Dan, you're oh, a genius. Comedy genius. Um, but yeah, so if you haven't really read much about this, it's it looks pretty intense um, they haven't given much away about it but they're going to keep the same sort of format as what Alan Wake did uh, so it's like a sort of not a it's a narrative very heavily narrative driven story but mm-hmm. instead of looking at the horror they're going towards more sort of a sci-fi time 
continually yeah. shifting quantum leapy um probably not quantum leapy yeah. but it looks it looks awesome um and obviously i'm a massive fan of alan wake yeah um, speaking of it is they did the uh, humble bundle this week for alan alan wake they did they indeed. humble bundle is a pay what you want um money gets donated to charity uh, game bundle that they, they've been doing for years they do them every month or something like that don't they um you get like normally you get like five or six games you see the pc or android or something like that if you donate over the average you get a couple of extra bonus games and things like that so people generally don't pay nothing you know, or or a cent or whatever most people do tend to put money into it and alan wake plus all the add-ons so american dream and you know a kind of bunch of all the extra dlc was put on recently which is nice huh? yeah <laughs> really cool well I think Again, just I'm, I'm sort of hoping now, now that on. the um, that this does extremely amazingly well, and that Remedy and stuff all I do good, think and it then will because they the, can have Max Payne back again. You generally find a lot of the kind of I just want Max Payne. A lot of the titles at, at launch or close to launch don't all generally feel like they're fully fleshed out, like they're quite that great. It's a it's a it's rare that you get something that is just it's a ready-made classic. This does look like it and it's got a good enough team behind it to you know this is their next game it's not like a game they're doing as well as you know yeah. Alan Wake 2 or whatever so hopefully it's going to be well yeah I just want Max Payne back in my life <laughs> I mean I, I was dead dubious over Max Payne 3 um, before that came out because it was the shirt that put you off wasn't it really <laughs> it, was the, it was to be fair it was Rockstar sort of oh, yeah, okay. coming into play and it's just going to it just didn't sit right with me Um I took it all back end with the collector's edition, the big, massive, huge box one with the figure, the one that's the bullet keying, absolutely everything inside it. It's a, the game was fantastic, but they had the hand, hand guided by Remedy, and I hope that Remedy, now that they're hopefully going to have another massive hit on the hand, will then bring it back and be like, welcome back, Max. Let's do the graphic novel style artwork properly. Yes. Come on, come See, on. And loved. why? Why haven't they done that properly yet? Why haven't they released... Max Payne graphic novels. They did uh, like a three-issue comic series. Yes, in it, but yeah. they they need to to do it just amazingly. It's yeah. like Ben Temple Smith who should who does the some of the Silent Hill um, ones in Dead Space. Oh, yeah. He'd done the Dead Space animated one, um, which was amazing on the Xbox 360. If you even if you haven't played the game, right, go back. It's free to download the animated, and there's like six issues. I think it is. Um, all free, all motion, voice mm. actor, uh, motion animated. comics, yeah. The superb, really, really good. Get him involved, or even just help get the original artist involved from the Max Payne game. It needs to be done. Mm. I'm going to kickstart that. <laughs> wow, yeah. First geek kickstart. I think if um, it's even that, Shenmue three. You should just, you know, you should just submit that. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just going to do a Kickstarter. When I get the money, I'm going to give it to you, Suzuki, and let him just, sort it out. Yeah, <laughs> see if they like. <laughs> actually, should I do it to Buskers? We'll have yeah, exactly. three in space. <laughs> yeah. Well, where, where else can he go? He's been what China. He's been to Hong Kong. Where next? He's been in the cave for thirty years. Cave now. for thirty years. So yeah, in cave moss only. Cave moss, nothing else. Reg. <laughs> right. Uh, one more thing before we go, because we're uh, yeah, just over an hour here now. Okay. I, 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 I don't know where I saw this. Don't ask me what I was Googling for because it was nothing even related oh, to what it's going to be. Um, but I came across this story and it just the, the title alone made me chuckle. One Direction fans target Liam Payne's pet puppy with vile death threats. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll give Reggie a minute. 
<laughs> it just uh, when insane. I read on, it just doesn't make any sense. Okay, right. Jealous One Direction fans are at it again. They can't, are they often doing this? <laughs> this time, they're sending vile death threats to Liam Payne's new pet pooch. Okay, the the One Direction heart, sorry, the One D, shorten it, heartthrob, and his on off girlfriend Danielle Pisa proved they're serious this weekend when they decided to buy a pet puppy. And it's a cute little puppy. Look at the puppy. Aww, Aww, you know, I think it's a little husky or something like that. Um, they called it Loki, uh, as in like you know Loki, Loki pokey stick, Avengers po- Loki, um, and he tweeted, "Everyone meet mine and at Danielle Pisa's new dog Loki." Smiley face. Liam proudly tweeted along with a snap, uh, unsuspecting of the abuse that was about to come Loki's way. <laughs> just like, just yeah, wait till I can you just hear imagine that say. guy on. Um, oh, was it Unsolved? Yeah. Until murders and he's but like, the story didn't end there. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine from the fans. Danielle also excitedly showed off the couple's new edition, tweeting another snap of their cute pet. The caption read, "The new, the new love of mine and real pain, real Liam Payne's life, Loki, smiley face XXX." But fearing the little pup would steal Liam's attention from them, his adoring fans immediately flew into a green-eyed rage. Some even wishing death on him. One wrote, oh. The dog is not going to see tomorrow if I can help it. You are supposed to come back for me, Liam. What? <laughs> While another said, I am outraged and appalled. Effing Loki the dog. That dog ain't nothing but the scum on my shoe. Jesus Christ, it's a dog. <laughs> this is the, the best bit. Saw me even tried getting the hashtag, hashtag die Loki to trend. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> With another twisted user tweeting, I hate that moment when I'm really excited to read this tweet, but instead I saw that dog. Ah! Hashtag die Loki. Two nasty trolls discussed ways of killing Loki. Let's kill him! Gun? Knife? Wrote one. With the equally vile power replying, Knife! We don't have guns! <laughs> what? It's a dog! <laughs> I don't. I'm generally for once. I think I'm dumbfounded for words. You're, you're finished with with this world with people. Right, but the the thing that I the, <laughs> that I don't get is surely this is what people who listen to like death metal and rap are supposed to be like, you know discussing. Not people listening to boy bands and manufactured shit like One dog, Direction. The dog's gonna. Their, their train of thought is that dog is gonna take their attention. Either they can take the attention away from the fans, which, why? Why do you care? Or it's that, oh, those two, him and his girlfriend are so serious now, they brought a dog together. That's it, there's no hope for me ever meeting Liam Payne and wooing him and falling in love with him and blah, blah, blah. It's just ridiculous. I mean, granted, I did the same sort of thing when Steve Page got a dog, but this is this is not the point. <laughs> Steve. Steve Page from Benick, ladies. Whose new album actually comes out soon as well. Um, oh, it he's comes doing out EPs, on, isn't he? It comes out on Monday, Benick, ladies. Oh, the Benick, ladies. Sorry, I thought you meant yeah. Steve Page. Then. Oh, yeah, but it's, yeah, Steve Page's new True. stuff as well. Um, yes, yeah, so go out and buy the new Benick, yeah. ladies album. Hopefully it's going to be better than the last one because uh. that last one wasn't very good compared to the other stuff, which was amazing. No. Um, I do like the new single. Boomerang. Boomerang. The animated video is pretty cool for Boomerang. Oh, I haven't seen it. I did like that. Um, I'll go so and watch that now. After we, uh, after we exit, make a swift exit. Um, yeah, so head over to our Facebook page before you before you go. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash g.e.e.k. Go to our Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash g.e.e.k. Follow us, like us, 
subscribe to us on on YouTube, do all of that stuff. Um, and it, it depends whether you listened last week, but if, also if you want to get involved in a special little project we've got coming up, a special episode, you will hear your voice in a podcast. Isn't that amazing? Ooh. Email me. Actually, I'm quite looking forward to this. I don't know what it is now, um, so I'm just genuinely looking forward to it. Anyway, uh, email me at dan at g dot e dot e dot k g d o t e d o t e d o t k dot com, um, and just all I need you to have is a microphone. So even if your laptop's got a microphone built in, that's probably going to be good enough. What happens? You need got to be able to two speak turn as well. Turntables and a microphone. Will that help? I don't need turntables. Right. Okay. It's fine if you've got them, but it does not. You know, it won't put you ahead of anyone else in the, in good. the running good okay. good that's it um i've been dan i've been reg it's time to geek out bye